Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, fitness management and consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that have not yet done so, you know, please hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it. And if you find the information that I provide beneficial, please consider hitting that like button as well. Now our topic for you today, it's 10 secrets of successful gym owners. And for you folks that are looking to enter the industry, I know a lot of folks, you know, we get a lot of inquiries of folks that want to start new facilities. You know, this is a good checklist to kind of look at to see, hey, where do we, where do we stand on some of this? So 10 secrets of successful uh, gym owners. Number one, they think success. Okay. I mean, pretty simple, I think. Um, you know, they, they think big. They dream big. They don't have that small think. They've got a big think and they prepared an action plan to match, you know, that big think. It's a pretty simple concept. It doesn't really cost a lot. And one of the things that happens though is a lot of times when we first enter the business, we'll have this. And what happens is as time goes on, depending on circumstances, you know, sometimes we end up kind of buying a job, so to speak, and we're going to work every day. And well, I want to be realistic. Okay, and our, our, our think gets smaller and smaller. And what I want to encourage you to do if you're in that situation, you know, challenge yourself to think bigger, think big, uh, set bigger goals, dream bigger, but then prepare an action plan to match that. So think success, okay? Focus on solutions. Anybody can tell you what's wrong. That's not going to be hard. Focus on the solutions. Number two, you know, be passionate about what you do, okay? And again, many people, when they first get into it, they are. What happens sometimes is we lose that passion a little bit because we lose focus. And one of the things that I would encourage you to do, okay, if you're in an operation right now that you're running and maybe that passion has waned a little bit, you know, think back, you know, why did you originally get into this? Why did you originally choose to do this? Okay. Get back to what we would call that powerful why. Okay. Why is this important to you? Okay. When you first started this, how is this going to change your life if you're able to make this work? Let's get back to that. Let's really focus on that. We want that passion for what you do to really shine through because the more you have that, uh, you know, the, the bigger these goals get and the bigger the passion gets, you know, any obstacles you have, they're going to be small in comparison. Um, number three, focus on whatever your strength is. Okay, whatever your strength is, this is where we want to focus. Other things, you can hire people to do it, you can outsource people to do it, you can delegate people to do it, and you can gradually address those things and learn them yourself, but focus on your strength. You know, use that as a driving point of what you're trying to do. Uh, number four, never consider the possibility of failure. Don't be, what, oh, what if, oh, what if, oh, what if. Okay, because what, what's really interesting about this that I, I see over and over is these thoughts that we put into our head, they become reality at some point. Okay, you've got to think big, you've got to know that, hey, I can solve people's problems, I can provide a facility that can do it, now's the best time to do it. Okay, don't be, don't be focusing on everything you think that can go wrong because you'll start to breathe life into some of that stuff. And I see this happen. Uh, frequently. So don't be considering the possibilities of failure on this, you know, be looking, hey, how are we going to make this thing work? Okay. Number five, plan accordingly. 
Okay, plan. Okay, if you're brand new, you know, more often than not, you're going to write a business plan. If you're in business, maybe it's a monthly plan of action. Or if you're already in business and you've not done uh, a business plan, write one. Okay, write out what is your plan. Don't just wing it. You're going to find yourself becoming a victim of circumstance, you know, if you do this. And when you truly plan, truly write this down, it's really going to give you a sense of having control over all this. And you're going to be able to see, hey, here's how this can work. Because there's a tendency when there's a lot of unknowns, that's when we start to think about failures. There's too many unknowns. Well, let's get them known. You know, let's understand kind of what's happening here. Okay. Uh, number six, work hard. I mean, work ethic, right? Okay. You're going to have to have work ethic. Now, this can be, you know, at a time and place of your choosing. It doesn't have to be rigid. I'm working from here to here. Okay. Um, it can be, you know, what would be described, I guess, as that lifestyle entrepreneur where, you know, your business revolves around your lifestyle. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're not working hard. You're just, you're kind of working at a time and place of your choosing. But we have to work hard. And one of the things that I always go back to, I, I say this in a sales aspect of things, we want to ask ourselves this question, is what I'm doing right now going to result in a sale? And you can kind of do the same thing as what I'm doing right now going to help grow my business, making sure we're kind of staying on course because it's not a matter of just being busy. We also we want to make sure we're being productive, right? Um, number seven, constantly look for ways to network, okay? You know, what, what, I think one of the great secrets to this, I think the more people we get to know, the more we're able to network with other people, where are their opportunities, the, the better we're going to be. I mean, I, I would consider, you know, mastermind groups. I would consider, uh, uh, you know, any, any organizations and groups, you know, Toastmasters, you know, go start speaking at that, you know, get involved with the chamber. But you're constantly looking for ways to network. Okay. Now, one of the things that I would say when it comes to network, network is not just a matter of, hey, what can you do for me? It's, that's really not necessarily what it is. You know, sometimes you get too self-serving, you, you really end up not networking. One of the best things that I have found when it comes to networking, you're meeting with somebody, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, tell me about your business. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you're looking for. I'd like to know how I can refer business to you. It's usually one of the best ways to do it. It's really not a sales call, so to speak. It's not me looking for something I'm offering to help. Okay, because when we do that, usually there'll be a uh, they'll, they'll reciprocate. Okay, and you'll start to have a really a nice strong uh, network. Uh, number eight, a willingness to learn. You know, just because you know we're an owner. You know, we're doing, it doesn't mean we know everything. We don't. No one does, okay? You want to keep an open mind, continually learning. You want to become a student. Uh, I know a lot of clubs, a lot of operators new and folks that are in the business are using this channel as a way to become more educated on the business uh, and to learn more and to uh, kind of learn what works and what doesn't work so they don't have to, they can shorten that learning curve as they go through this process. But always be a student. Be a student of the business, a student of your company, a student of people, a student of hiring. Hey, we're always trying to learn, okay? And I know I've told this story before, but myself as an owner, you know, when I was, you know, I had a lot to learn, okay? 
And uh, I mean, I was calling owners all across the country, learning what they do and how they did it. And I'd take, you know, whatever best practices they might have on maybe lead production, on staffing, recruiting, negotiating leases. You know, I'd grab a little bit from everybody and I'd take it back and I'd use it in my business to help me grow. And in some cases, I would literally fly out to these other companies and I might I might work the floor. I might, I might you know, spend time with a salesperson. Hey, I want to hear how you're doing this. Okay. But be willing to learn. I can't stress that one enough, okay? Because there's a tendency sometimes that we kind of stop. We think we know it enough. We know it all. And we're really, we're never going to be there, okay? Um, next is persevere and have faith, okay? There are going to be setbacks. There are going to be setbacks. Believe in your project enough that you persevere, that you keep pushing through it, okay? I know I talk to a lot of clubs that they're, they're struggling, struggling, struggling. They'll call me up. And, you know, deep down, they like to see it work, but they've kind of lost faith a little bit, okay? And they're almost ready to throw in the towel. So as one last gasp effort, you know, they might call me and say, hey, can you help? And what's interesting many times is when you start to look at the operation, they're really not that far away. They're really not that far away from getting this done and getting this figured out. And too many people will quit. They'll give up when they're right there real close. And so if, if this is you, if you're getting really close like that and you're not sure, you know, click the link below. We're offering a free strategy session. Uh, it's 45 minutes, happy to chat with you about how we might be able to help you really take this business to that next level for you. And then number 10, discipline yourself. You know, when we first start this, okay, when we first open a club and first acquire a club or get involved, you know, lots of enthusiasm, lots of motivation, lots of excitement. And then every day, I mean, you know, what's part of this is handling issues every day, handling issues. And sometimes the enthusiasm can wane, the motivation can wane. And really what the ultimate secret becomes is stay disciplined to this. You know, keep showing up. Not just showing up physically, but showing up mentally. Keep showing up and following the process, following the basics, you know, following uh, your business plan, following your plan of action, continuing to go to those network meetings. Because when you quit doing all this, that's when I can one time absolutely guarantee you what the result's going to be. And it's not going to be favorable, right? So 10 secrets to successful gym ownership. If you're just getting started, take a look at this. How do you, how do you, how do you square up on this? If you're in business already, okay, you know, how are we faring on some of this? Folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. I appreciate you being here at the channel today. Look forward to seeing you all in that next video.